Hey guys, thanks for coming back here to follow the pucks podcast. And we all know the season has started officially here in Minnesota. Practices are going on, tryouts are wrapping up, and the season should start with games next week. So we're fired up about that. Um, and in today's podcast, we actually caught up with the River Lakes Stars boys head coach, Zach Johnson, another first year coach last season. So it's fun to hear his uh, take on the team, lessons learned, uh, players to watch, and what he expects going forward. And again, this was recorded pre-shutdown, so last summer. So some of the stuff does not pertain anymore, but we, again, left it in just to uh, keep it real. And as always, if you have anybody else you want us to reach out to, send me a DM on Twitter, and we'll do our best to track them down. And I hope you enjoy this one. Hello. Hi, Zach. All the puck. How are you? Good. How are you doing? Doing well. It's a good time. Are you busy or? Ah, uh, no, perfect time. Awesome. Good to go. Well, yeah, I, I appreciate you taking the time. We're just, like I said in that email, just reaching out to some outstate coaches and see how things are going and kind of the status of next year's team and whatever, wherever you want to go with it. That's kind of where where we're at. So. Sure, sure. Yeah, no, that's a, it's good to get perspective from other uh, coaches around, especially out of uh, the metro area yeah it's it's been it's been a lot of fun to coaches that maybe you don't see or hear on you know on the on the mainstream minnesota right, hockey right, yep. network so i listened to the one you did with uh bryce oh yeah LBC. um so yeah i just uh, wanted to check it out and and that's a you know they're a team that we play every year too so it's kind of interesting to see kind of what he's doing and how things are going for him as well. Cause I know he was a first year coach as well. So. Yeah. Lots of lessons learned. He told me that. Oh, for sure. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so, so I guess, yeah, if you want to, if you want to just kind of recap last season, the ups, the downs, uh, what, you know, anything that stuck out, you know, you, I know you guys are in a ringer of a section over there and. Uh, yeah. Um, sure. Yeah, yeah. Talk about the team going forward, players coming back, uh, you know, things we should, keep an eye on for you guys so sure no problem zach johnson here i'm the head coach of the river lake stars uh boys hockey team um i'm actually a river lake stars alum i graduated from ricori uh people that don't know you know what makes up river lakes we get this all the time when we go to, to to certain areas that we don't play a lot they go well where is river lakes well we're a co-op school between a co-op program between uh ricori painsville new london spicer are three main schools and then we also have Albany and uh, St. John's Prep that we uh, gather kids from as well. Um, so I graduated from recording in 2006, and I uh, got the head job last year. So it's uh, been a lot of fun coming back and, and giving back to the program, um, seeing where it's kind of grown from when I played, you know, 14 years ago. It's crazy to think about that um, to now, and it's it's pretty it's pretty remarkable to see how much we've grown um, since then. But this last year, um, we had a pretty successful year. We, in fact, we had our only um, first time ever we've had back-to-back -back winning seasons as a program. Um, you know, we're in a we're in a tough section, Section 6A. Um, we um, won our first ever home quarterfinal playoff matchup against. Um, it was a thriller overtime victory over Fergus Falls, and then uh, for the third straight year, we got uh, the task of of running into Cathedral in the semifinals and. Uh, and uh, played them tough, just uh, kind of ran out of gas and lost to them in the, se in the section semis. We um, 
we graduated a lot of seniors last year. I think we had, I, when I counted this morning, I, we had 11 total. Um, we had about seven or eight that contributed a lot last year, but we do return a few key pieces. One of those key pieces is uh, Tanner Stanley. He was on our first line last year. He had about 25 points. Um, so offensively, he's a, he's a big name that comes up. And then we're really, uh, really excited for what we have coming back on the back end. Um, our two goaltenders, we feel are, um, you know, we'll put them up against anybody in the section. Uh, Drew Tangen finished the year last year. He kind of, kind of won that number one role for us. And he finished with a one, six, one goals against, which I think was top three in the state. If I looked on hockey, hockey hub, right. And he had a nine, three, seven saves, uh, save percentage, which was top in the state as well. So he really had a phenomenal year last year. Um, kind of kind of won that job but then we also have uh josh venable who's another goaltender they kind of split time last year very athletic goaltender um very well in his own right so we're, we're really happy with where we're coming back in the back end uh we returned three uh starters on defense as well joel sawada is going to be a junior um very smooth skating uh great hockey iq got offensive upside um he's a kid to watch only a junior so we're really excited with his development um, and then another guy is Sam Zyre, very similar, a junior as well. He'll be next year. Um, again, high hockey, high uh, hockey IQ. Um, saw a lot more playing time as the year went on last year because we just he we couldn't keep him off the ice. You know, that's what you want to see at the end of the year is is guys stepping up and making plays. So we have some good re- key returning um, pieces, and it's just kind of we'll see where we're at with our depth. Um, we feel pretty confident in our in our top six and our top four. Um, but finding some of those younger guys that are coming into the program now and seeing how well they adjust, that'll be the big key for us next year. So, so what did you notice as a, as a former alum and, you know, playing hockey there, was there any major change from the time you played to when you took over as head coach or was it is hockey hockey and you just kind of jump in and carry on? Well, I think the biggest change, you know, for, when I played, you know, the the program's only been around since, you know, 99, 90, 98, 99. So it's still a relatively young program. And, you know, coming from central Minnesota, it's, it's basketball heavy, you know. And it, that was the case kind of when I played where, you know, we didn't get a lot of guys, you know, people say, oh, we're pulling kids from five different schools, you know. And we did play double A because that was the rule. We opt down because, you know, we're only getting – you know, seven, eight guys from a, from a, from a school, you know? Um, and the biggest change I think was we were, we were playing eight double a when I played. So we, you know, every year for playoffs, we either be going to Moorhead or we'd be going to Roseau, you know, and oh, then this, and that, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, and then, you know, and then every once in a while, a, you know, a tech or Apollo would have a really good team. And then, you know, they would be, you know, someone else that you have to go through back then. Um, so moving into six a, which is no cupcake either, obviously, you know, it's cathedral, you know, Alex and little falls and Sartell, you know, a lot of really good programs, but I think it's just getting more down to the level of where we needed to be. Um, I think has been the biggest change in our program for sure. You guys and, uh, cathedral was talking to Eric Nelson at Monticello and he, asking him about the state tourney and, you know, they've had a pretty good run there the past few years. And he says, well, if I could make one recommendation, it'd be to uh, whoever seeds the teams. We don't need to draw Hermantown first round every year. 
<laughs> I know that's tough for them. Yeah, it's funny when we when I played Monticello was in eight double A as well. You know, it was tough for for us, but yeah, tough to tough to play Hermantown every year in the state or in the state tournament. That's for sure. You'd like to see them in the final, like they did the one year. Yeah, exactly right. So, what what's the status of the River Lakes youth program? Is it growing? What's uh, what's going on there? Yeah, that's a good question. Um, we the last couple of years we've had we've had we've had two small bantam groups that have come the last two years, um, but from the peewees on down we have we have really good numbers, um, steady numbers that uh, that we like. You know, multiple teams at multiple levels. Um, so the youth program is is pretty solid. Um, you know, we have a we have a good committee that we that oversees kind of what we want to do in the youth level and. Um, you know, my big thing coming in there was making sure that we're competing at the highest level that we can. Um, that might not necessarily mean, you know, wins right away, but it, it, it does mean that they're acclimated to that, to that skill when they come up to, you know, for when, you know, when I get them at the high school level, um, you know, competing at that A level is, is important with just being, you know, accustomed to the speed and the skill that they're going to see. So, that's kind of the biggest thing that we want to make sure that we're doing with our younger programs is just having them compete at the highest level that they can. And that's one thing getting back to the playing at the highest level, you know, my kids are now starting to go through the hockey world and the jump from even, even like a B team to an A team. It's amazing. The actual difference in, in the speed of the game. Oh yeah. It's crazy. Anytime. And this is in any sport too. Anytime you jump from the next level, it's the speed is different. The physicality is different. You know, the, the, the IQ for whatever sport you're playing is different. You know, it's just, a, it's just a, it's a notch up and it takes time to adjust. So, you know, I mean, we get a kid, you know, that's played maybe B level their whole life. It takes them a little bit more time to, you know, get acclimated to the skill and the speed, you know, as compared to a different, you know, maybe an A player or a double A player or whatever that case may be. So as a first year head coach, what, what, you know, was it about what you expected? Was there surprises along the way or were you pretty well versed on it? Um, you know, it was, you know, we talk like kind of those little things that you, you never really realize that a head coach needs to do, you know, those kind of housekeeping details. Um, but as far as, you know, players and parents and, you know, everything that's on the ice, I couldn't have asked for a better group of, of players first and foremost. It's just a great group of, of young men and they made coming to the rink, you know, fun every day, you know, and that's what you want. And there's times and there's seasons, you know, I also coach football where sometimes going to the, going to the field or going to the rink ain't the best thing every day. You know, when you got turmoil, you got things going outside of the program but we didn't have any of that last year. You know, we had a great group of parents. We had a great group of kids. So I was really fortunate that, you know, that first year I wasn't thrown into a gauntlet, you know, with issues and problems, but um, it was pretty much what I expected. Um, you know, the time is a little bit more commitment. Um, you know, thank, thanks to my wife and my kids for understanding, you know, being home late, you know, on a traveling up to a Fergus on a Thursday night, you know, getting home at, you know, 1230. Um, you know, it goes, it goes a long way, but it was pretty much what I expected. And, um, you know, I was the assistant coach there for a couple of years. So I already had that relationship with all the players and things that made it a lot easier to adjust as well. So I wasn't coming in, uh, just cold. 
yeah, that helps out having that experience. So being a football coach, have you heard any, anything from the state yet? Are they saying what's going to happen with fall sports? Um, you know, I'm, I've been trying to keep tabs on it. Um, so I'm the offense coordinator at Recory and our head coach, James Herberg is, he's kind of getting into all that stuff and letting us know, but you know, it's still up in the air. Um, you know, I teach as well. So and that's still up in the air too, of what, you know, what the plan is going to be this fall. Are we going to, you know, go back full? Are we going to be a hybrid? Are we going to do distance learning? So I feel like fall sports are really in limbo until we figure out what, you know, the school districts are really going to do, um, you know, it's kind of, kind of tough to see right now, but once we get more answers there, I think we'll finally have, uh, we'll finally have our answer there with fall sports, but hopefully, uh, these kids are able to have their senior seasons because, uh, you know, that was, it was devastating to hear those seniors in those spring sports, you know, I couldn't imagine that would just be terrible just to lose that season like that. You, you prepare for it. So I think anything we can do to make sure that we have, you know, sports and we have a fall season is going to be important yeah as, as a senior that that would be potentially devastating to lose. i mean that's what you everyone looks forward to their senior year and to not be able to play this i mean that, that would suck right right and then if you're a kid too that you know you're looking to play at the next level and you don't really have that season you don't have that you know you don't have that film to show a coach you know that i just yeah. can't imagine yeah, you'd almost want. Unfortunately, if if they do shut down and say no sports in the fall, you almost wonder if some of those kids will transfer. I you know, to a, yeah, to a state. they might go to a state that that'll do it for sure. Right. Yep, right. I I wouldn't doubt it. I wouldn't doubt it. Have you um, finalized your schedule for next season yet? Or are you still is that still pending, or what's the status there? Uh, we had a we had a few things that we needed to change. Um, so I've been working with our athletic director at Recory, Joel Baumgarten. Um, on that. Um, so it's pretty much set in stone. Um, but I think there's a few changes that, that might go into it. And then now with all this, you know, who knows if the season will be shrunk or whatever, hopefully not, but we'll see what happens. Yeah. Fingers crossed that we can play yeah. a full season. Yep. Right. So I'm guessing I know the answer, but multi-sport athletes, you encourage it. You don't, you, where you stand there. Oh, I, I feel like, a lot of coaches are going to say the same thing, but I encourage it. Um, you know, not only from, uh, from just being, you know, in the physical sense, but like, you know, emotionally and, and, and how they, and how they deal with certain situations. You know, if you're, if you're putting in a pressure situation in football, you know, and then when you come into hockey, you're going to, you know, you're going to, you're going to be able to handle that pressure a little bit more because you've been through it. You've been through it in a different sport. So that's the biggest thing I see, you know, whenever we, and we look at our players that we come in, we got, a, we get a lot of at least two sport athletes that come in a lot of football players, a lot of baseball players as well. Um, you know, and from a physical standpoint, you know, they're, they're getting their bodies physical, physically ready for football. So they're pretty good there, you know, and then emotionally and mentally they're, they're, they're just as good because of, of the, the grind that they got to go through in those other sports. So I think it's very important. Um, you know, I'm not a fan of specialized. Uh, I don't, I don't think it's good. I don't think it's good for, you know, the development of your overall body. You know, I, I can't imagine playing hockey 365 days a year. I, I, it would burn me out. I think it burns other kids out as well. Um, so the more you can get involved in community sports and other, other things, I think it's fantastic for these young kids. 
Um, because, you know, before you know it, you're going to be graduated and, you know, maybe you can play one of those sports to the next level, but you're not going to be able to play those other ones at a high competitive level anymore. Um, and we kind of take it for granted. And uh, that's the big thing I want to tell all my players is, you know, and, and not only, you know, hockey players, football players, whoever, you know, can't take these years for granted, you know, obviously you have the rest of your life to look forward to, but, you know, some of my fondest memories are, are playing sports with my friends in high school. Um, you know, and we get together, we still laugh and joke and talk about, you know, the past and different things. So I think it's really important for them to just create as many experiences as they can um, when they're in high school. And it's amazing when you talk, you know, we talked to quite a few players that have, you know, played at down at state and, you know, I just run over what's that experience like, uh, you know, what, what do you remember from it? And, most of them say, you know, winning is great, but the thing that they remember the most is that experience of being with the guys, being with their friends in the locker room, you know, at the hotel and just, just that, you know, that experience with the friends and you don't, as a kid, you probably don't even realize it at the time, how right. important and impactful it's going to be on your life. Cause I mean, you're right. You get, yeah. you know, what most of us get, you know, four or five years to play competitive sports and then it's, that's it. Right. And it's, it's those little things that, you know, that once they're gone, then you, then you, then you realize how much you miss it, you know? And like you said, did, you know, I can remember when I played, I didn't realize it was going to be over till it was over, you know? And, uh, so yeah, that's a, that's a big thing for sure. <laughs> Back to down at this X, I was talking to, coach from Ankato West and they were done. I think 2016 they were last there, but I, I was asking what's that, what was that like? And he says, well, it was clear the most important thing on the boy's mind at the time was the hockey hair video. He oh, said, for sure. Yeah. <laughs> he said, I've never seen so much hair product in a locker room in my life. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. Said, That's the, yeah. We went out and got, got our butts kicked and he's like see guys there's you can either pay attention to your hair or you can pay attention to the hockey game not both <laughs> yeah it doesn't matter if you got great floor or your balls it doesn't matter if you <laughs> that's right <laughs> oh, yeah geez. i mean we you even see that you even see that too in just a regular season game these guys you know if you get if they get to skate around with their helmet off you know for pregame you know pre-game warm-ups they're, they're just so jacked and they just love getting that flow going it's it's amazing how much the, it's a, it's so funny too because when we played but you know it that wasn't even like a a thing you know it was just it wasn't even on the radar so it's just amazing well that's part of what makes minnesota uh oh for sure unique you know it's it's just part of that atmosphere part of that culture that it's been built over the past you know 15 years or whatever it is yep yeah, that's just an added thing to it, to an already great tradition and a great culture. It's just another one of those things that gets tacked onto it. So it's it's yeah. good. I I like those things and and they're they're fun and and you got to have fun with the sport too. You know, if you know we we're eliminating that from the kids. You know, it's you know that's not what we're here for. They're here to have fun. They're here to to compete. But it's just one of those light things that are that's always fun to see. And being from Minnesota, you know, you always assume that this is the best you know our high school hockey is as good as high school gets and i actually had a conversation with a, with a kid from he's from new york played high school hockey in new york and 
uh, eventually came to Minnesota and played juniors and then uh, experienced the state tourney. So I was asking him, I, I said, all right, is this, is this as good as all of us from Minnesota think it is? And he's like, he, he said, as an outsider, he's like, I was amazed that you yeah. can fill up that hockey arena and, and sell it out for high school hockey. He said, that wouldn't happen any other place. No, especially not a NHL rink. You know, they might fill a, a smaller rink, but, you know, when you got 18,000 people, it's a pretty cool experience. Yeah, it's, it is pretty unique. So, so I asked Bryce at LDC this too, but were you back to the youth hockey? Are you, are you involved in that? Are you, do you have a game plan? Do you, do you let the coaches do their own thing or what's your plan for that? We typically, you know, um, one area that next year I'd like to be a little bit more involved with, um, you know, the youth, but, you know, as part of the, we had a, we have a player development committee that we have for, you know, all of our youth and definitely part of that and going to the meetings and seeing what, you know, what we're doing at each level. And, um, you know, we have ideas and, and things that we want to focus on at each level. Um, but at the same time, you know, you got to be able to coach your kids and how they, you know, and what's best for that group of kids too. So I don't ever want to be that person where, okay, this is what we do. You know, PWAs, this is what we're doing every, every week or whatever. So you got to be able to adjust. And I know I wouldn't like to coach that way with somebody telling me up at the top what to do. So we give our coaches a little bit more free reign to do, but, but still have an idea of what we want to focus on throughout the year as well. Yeah. Give them the, give them the basics. Right. when they they hand them off to the next level they're ready to go right and it's not like we're we have you know overflowing amount of coaches as well too you know so they got to be it's got to be worthwhile for them to coach as well you know we get we're very fortunate to have a lot of you know parent volunteers some of some people that have been in the, the youth program for the last you know 15 years or so that are kind of stuck sticking around um you, you see that a lot with those you know blue blood programs i like to call them where you got kind of the same people that are coaching those same youth levels. So we're starting to get some more of that within our program, which is nice to see. So I think you had said earlier in the co-op, you, you get, you draw an equal number of kids from, from most communities. There's no, you know, there's not, Ricori's not sending more over to the program. It's pretty split, you know, amongst them. Yeah. It's, 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 it's typically, you know, it's typically we get about 10 or so from Ricori, about 10 or so from, New London, Spicer, those are the two biggest ones. Uh, Painesville, we get about six, seven, eight kids, you know, depending on the year. And then, you know, a few sprinkled in from Albany and, and St. John's Prep. So, you know, it, on any given year, you know, we're we're getting, you know, 26 to 30 kids, you know, 9th through 12, or whoever's in our program, you know, if they if they choose to go to the high school program and not ban them. But, um so yeah, it's it's not like we're getting, you know, 15, 20 kids at each school. You know, we're 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 just like everybody else trying to get that trying to get as many kids out for hockey. And that's changed over from when I played. You know, um, you know, even looking at Ricori, it was, you know, a huge basketball school, you know, still is, um, but more and more kids are are venturing out to other sports. It's not just the expectation that oh I'm an athlete in the winter I play basketball no and now we got a lot of a lot more options for kids as well so that's another change that I've seen especially in our area is just more options for kids and and they're going to go for those. Does uh, River Lakes have a girls hockey program? Or? 
Yep, they do. Yep, they have a very good one as well. Um, not They don't have a ton of numbers. Um, they weren't able to play JV last year because of the, the low numbers that they had, but um, they uh, they lost in the section final to um, to Wilmer last year. Um, so they, they'll have another good squad coming. A lot of those girls return, so this will kind of be, this should be their year if there's going to be a year to hopefully make some noise and make it down to the X for them. So that'll be exciting to watch them as well. I actually coached um, my first year coming back to the area, I was assistant coach uh, for the girls program the first year. So it's, it's been fun to see those girls uh, develop and, and, uh, and be successful. It's amazing how far the girls hockey has gone in the past. <laughs> it's, been 10 years. it's crazy. Oh, it's amazing. Just you go watch those, uh, you know, the, the national team, they are so good. You know, and we talk about the next level. I mean, from when I played, to now how much better it is not only for men's but for women as well the women is just skyrocketing they're they're phenomenal yeah, i was actually having this conversation with a buddy of mine a few weeks ago and we were trying kind of like the, the jordan lebron scenario but he, he, he was saying you take the take a team you know from today that goes down in state take a team from 20 years ago that made it the same he said you the team 20 years ago would not compete with a team today yeah, I mean scale and size, and but again, it's all it's all perception. But right, that's yeah, it's, that's everyone's opinion. It would be great to see, you know, maybe some of those Jefferson teams from the early '90s play, you know, play, you know, the Dinas of the last couple of years, or even, you know, who, whoever. It doesn't matter. It'd be it'd be fun, but yeah, you can definitely tell, you know, within the last 20 years, you know, speed and skill is i mean i feel like everyone would agree speed and skill has gotten better um but you know that's just one of those things you'll never know but it's fun to talk about mm-hmm. and one thing that stuck out at me especially the past five six seven years is the amount of work the youth programs put in in the off season i mean back in the day it used to be you'd show up on day one of practice and that's the first time you'd i mean other than maybe shooting a little bit with your buddies in the front driveway but now, I mean, teams are having summer camps, and you know, it's it's pretty cool to yep. see. Yep, yeah, and then that again, that's another huge change in the last fifteen years. You know, not only at the high school level, but like you said, the youth level as well. You know, I mean, it used to be back in the day, we you know we'd maybe be in a spring league as a youth kid, and then that was it. You know, then you'd go play baseball the whole summer, or you go do whatever, and then you wouldn't touch a hockey puck, you wouldn't touch your skates until, you know the winter again. So, um, you know, just more access for these kids is good. Um, you know, keeping them busy in the summer, that's for sure. Right. And back to LDC, that's what Bryce was saying too, when he played, he said, you'd get a few of your buddies to together in the summer and you'd go play a game here and there up at, up in St. Cloud at the Mac or whatever. And that was, that was your off season hockey. And, it's just yep yep it was one day yeah we would do the same thing we get a team in that blue chip league and it'd be one i think it was just one night a week you know it was like a little league where each each team kind of had their own team you know so there was a tech team there's apollo team you know which was kind of fun and then you get to interact with those guys too that you know you normally don't interact with from other teams as well but yeah now now we're skating you know every week and you know, we're we're going to, you know, jamborees and scrimmages and, and other things that are going on. So just tons more 
I guess you could say expectation and commitment in the summers for sure. Um, and then tack on a couple other sports for these kids to do the same thing in the summers. So, you know, we're asking a lot of these kids these days. Yeah. I, I guess as a parent, I, I going into it, I'm like, man, that's busy for the kids, but with all the technology available and the way they can waste a day on, you know, on a phone or on a PlayStation or a computer, I'm like, you know what, keep them busy, keep them away from that stuff. That's, that's fine. Yeah. I mean, there's nothing wrong with keeping, keeping them active. And like you said, get them away from the tablet and get them, get them on the ice or get them on the field. Doesn't matter. Yeah. That's the way to go. Yeah, exactly. Right. Well, Zach, I'm going to let you get on in your day. I appreciate the time. Best of luck next season. Hopefully you can, if you do come up against Cathedral again, you can <laughs> pay them back. Yeah. Hopefully we can get on the other side of the bracket. That's the main goal. <laughs> yeah. That's a tough road to, road to hold there, but. Yeah, yeah. So, all right, man. Well, thanks. Appreciate everything that you do. In yeah, supporting the you game. Bet. You bet. We love doing it, so we'll, we'll keep on. So, all right. Sounds yeah, good. Take care. Have a good rest of the day. You too. All right. Thanks. Bye. And thanks again, Zach, for taking the time to jump on the podcast. Really appreciate it. It's always fun to hear the coaches talk about their squad and players, and just hear the passion in their voice for the game of hockey. So much fun. And it, as always, if you know of anybody else you want us to reach out to, send me a DM on Twitter, and we'll do our best to track them down and see if they want to join us. And stay tuned for more here from Follow the Puck. <laughs>